Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. I'm Ryan Houlihan. I'm Kimberly Ann Southwick. And I am Zachary Patton Garcia, and we are here to cover Season 1, Episode 19, Sanctuary of Angel the TV Series. Um, so I want to know, I have I have very strong feelings about this. Like, I, I, I think 5x5 five five is the better episode, but this one mm-hmm. makes me feel very strongly... Um, so Zach, I'm curious, what did you think of this episode overall? I did love it. Um, I, I was super curious to, to watch it because, um, y'all had such strong opinions about how Buffy comes in this episode yeah. and I really wanted to see if I was going to, cause I mean, it's been forever since I've watched these, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I wanted to see if I felt that, but also I think, I think I kind of understand where, where you're at with it. Um, that five by five is the better episode, but it, it's kind of two different sides of faith, right? Like, yeah. Uh, five by five is like the manic episode, and then this one is the come down, and right. you know her like sitting with, with you know post spiral. It's almost mm-hmm. like you know as soon as we pick up with her, it feels like you know how, you know how when you, you've just cried your eyes out all night, and then the next day you feel freaking exhausted, or like the hours afterwards you just feel exhausted. When she's in that elevator, she looks exhausted. She mm-hmm. does. Yeah, I do. I did really like it. Okay, uh, Kim, what do you think? All right, so. Bear with me. I think it is a great Faith episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. a good Angel and Wesley episode. I don't like it as the Buffy. Like, I don't like Buffy's appearance at all. Mm-hmm. Um, really? I think she comes off, like, just bad. Like, I'm, like, not on her side. We said this in the last episode, <laughs> and I will repeat it here. Her number one <laughs> with every line delivery it's not like i gotta communicate or i want to get angel on my side it's always like i'm gonna be a bitch and then there's like a secondary thing that she's like oh and i gotta convince this other character yeah it's and it's like she's given room to kind of make up for how she comes in but she like comes in like literally singing yeah and it's it's just like they i understand that it's a crossover episode and like you know, there are other things going on in her life and they've had a, a very recent relationship that like fell out. But like, I don't know, like I'm friends with all my exes. You don't got to be like that. Okay. Not um, all of them. A lot of them. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> I think if, if, if I have to pick an Emmy submission for this season, it's five by five. But if I'm going to rewatch <laughs> an episode, this is it. So <laughs> take from that what you will. Um, I think that the reason that this episode, the Buffy part of it bothers me, but I do love this episode so much. The reason that Buffy thing is my one nitpick is that I think she would have calmed down. I just think over the course of a night and talking to your ex who's like, maybe things are tense, but he's comfortable. And she's, he's like one of the only people who understands her. Like your guard would drop and maybe like, I, I get it. She felt very violated and she was in a rage, but I do. I just think Buffy, the character that I know would have, be able to have reasonable conversations. And it seems like she doesn't decelerate. But other than that, other than that, like one thing that I think seems out of character, this is yet another episode where every part of Angel, even the Kate stuff, starts yeah. to really <laughs> sing and, and work together. It's like, it's like it's all being written by the same team and yeah, like finally. by <laughs> people who've met each other. And like it's, <laughs> it really comes together in a way that you're like, yes, each of these pieces that shined at different parts of the season, like this arc is like this is what a whole season could be. So yeah. um, do I have nitpicks with the Buffy thing? Yeah, but it's a great episode. Uh, my other comment is Kate has to be such a bad cop, such a bad detective. <laughs> all of them are. You haven't realized magic is real? What are you detecting? <laughs> what are you detecting? Do you guys have to work with helmets on? Can you see clearly? 
Like, very confusing. <laughs> cops, I know they're not great at their jobs, but come on. That is that is like one of the many reasons I don't like Kate. It's just because like she's embarrassingly bad at her job, and then that's like all her character is, is someone who's bad at her job. Like, like even as cops go, you're believing a lawyer? <laughs> like, it's very... That's yeah. all like, God, I hate them. But again, as part of the overall episode, it all just works. It I works. Yeah, it does work. And I want to clarify uh, what Zach and Ryan both said. I actually do not think I I do not think Buffy's a bitch here at all. Well, I think, oh. Okay, I'm waiting for it too. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think Angel's the fucking bitch. I think Angel's a complete <laughs> asshole. Like, I have never wanted her to stake Maybe him I more just, than I wanted her to stake him in this episode. Ryan, Maybe I'm with just you. expect it from Angel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely, like, when we get to her entrance, I do want to have that full conversation yes. about yes. the bitch versus not bitch. Because I love I love the way we're, we're kind of split here. And I, yeah. I'm very excited to have that conversation. And Zach Zach, it's funny because I knew that I, I was like, I know Zach will be on the same side as me. With Absolutely. This. And we have become such great friends this year. And we are, <laughs> we, we think more alike than we have ever in the past. And oh. Ryan and I are about to become such great friends this year. There you go. There you go. Zach and I. Activate. <laughs> but yes, as Zach said, we'll get to that part because that's not even till the last, like, what, 20 minutes of the episode. So we got yeah. a while before we get there. Um, but yeah, and, and another thing I want to say is these episodes, like, I think I once did a ranking for, like, Angel's Anniversary of, like, the 10 best. I really do feel like 5x5 Five Five and Sanctuary, even though they're very different, they work well as a whole. Like, it works really well as a whole. Um, and I like that, um, like you said, Zach, the first part is, like, her manic spiral episode, and then this is, like, the come down, um, and, like, the more emotional beat, action-y stuff comes once Buffy comes in. Mm. Um so we, they don't fight. I thought I have been saying this entire season. I can't wait for the Buffy Faith fight. They don't even fight. <laughs> I don't know where that it was in my memory, but I I am very embarrassed that I've been saying <laughs> it on your podcast for the past however many episodes. <laughs> I thought you just meant like I remember when you said that. I thought you meant like their argument because no, they do. I thought argument. they were going to fist fight. I like <laughs> vividly remember them fist fighting in my in my mind. <laughs> you know, how can we never get a Buffy th- Angel themed fighting game? I know, Ugh. right? Right? Like on Ugh. GameCube? I feel like I thought that released, but it never did. The, what a good game that would be. Chaos I mean, it would Bleed, be a good game now. Chaos Bleeds did have a like very crappy fighting mode where you would just be like... Oh, that's what you, I'm thinking of. Yeah, you could pick like... And it was like, you are the chosen... I always remember that like if you picked up... I don't remember what it was, but there was an item that would say you are the chosen one. And it was bad <laughs> because then you'd die. It meant you had a... T- uh, like, your life would expire within a minute. <laughs> and then it would seem oh, like wow. really cruel. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, man. I got I to gotta do a feature retrospective on that game. All right, sorry. Back to what we were saying. So we open literally where we left off. It's Angel's taking her down in the elevator. Um, like you said, Zach, she looks... I, I think she looks really hot, but she does look rough. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, you know, they do the Latoya mentioned this in five by five. They like make her look paler than she actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Her makeup feels almost more intense. It's not like runny, but it looks mm-hmm. more intense. She was just in the rain. Yeah. 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 Um, we get her like he's like she lays down. She calls his name and he's like, what? And we see her a flash of her thinking of beating him up. She says nothing, which I think we do get. I can't remember which one. I think it's uh, who are you? Right. When she's in Buffy's body, like she imagines herself killing yes. Willow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cut the credits, post credits. This part, 
I think this this scene here is the first really great scene with Alexis Denisoff. Like, I think he does some really good acting in this scene. Yes. Um, and I think it's like they were they like didn't use him to his full potential because he sells this. I think right. Oh, oh I mean, yeah. Th- this is like a totally a mirror of the usual scene we get, and it's so. He really gives us a preview of what he's going to do with the character later, which Mm -hmm. is like invert all the things that were the top level things you knew about him. Like he's boisterous. He can't stop talking. He's annoying. Like he's (laughs) going to turn that all on its head. Um, And you get a little taste of it. And it's like, damn, I know where we're going into the darkness. We're breaking bad. (laughs) And like, I, it really breaks my heart seeing him like so bruised. And when he looks at Cordelia and she has that huge black eye, um that like hurts my feelings and it's so wild too because faith is such a beloved character but she really whenever she is around and and things kind of go south with her we see a lot more aftermath of faith's actions than we even see for like a lot of these monsters in this damn these damn shows you know and like we get like you know faith they went through a pretty traumatic situation with faith um yesterday yeah <laughs> so, well i mean it's, the, it's just yeah it's just such an emotional moment just to see them even look at each other yeah yeah i mean the truth is faith she knows them and they know her yeah. and like the people closest to you can hurt you in ways that are much more profound and and worse than the random horrors you bump into at a house party or whatever yeah yeah and, and they like, all kind of have a different relationship with her as yes. well or like mm-hmm. at least especially in this scene uh they all have kind of take a different perspective like mm-hmm. wesley literally calls her a bitch which i don't love i don't love yeah. him using that no, word no, no. and then i can say it he can't say it <laughs> <laughs> and then uh he also says that there's evil in her. And that that's like a really strong word coming from a watcher specifically. Yeah. Cord is just like, sign these checks, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> but do you think that Wesley's sort of reaction to Faith in this episode is too much? Because I think it's very warranted. If somebody does that yes. to you, you are the person in the room who gets to say whatever the hell you want to say about yes. her. I don't um, think his actual like reaction, like his his opinions are too much. I think that those are two very strong loaded words. So it's interesting that he uses them to me. And yeah. I think he ends up saying something different because he's emotional than what he is arguably allowed to say Mm -hmm. which is like i don't feel safe i do not like her i do not want to be around her i do i it makes me sick that you're spending your time worrying about her than about me instead of she's evil and like i think it also speaks to how not wise like i think the british accent will fool you um (laughs) how not wise wesley is because who are you talking to bitch this guy (laughs) He has evil in him. We could pick it out of a lineup. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, of course there's evil in her. There's evil in you too, Wesley. I don't want to blow your mind. But like, and in Willow and in Cordelia, like, you know, people have bad, I don't know. That this this highlighted for me that I my reaction to Angel and Faith's ho- horrible his histories yet in the last episode i felt like not to you know sorry kimberly i don't mean to leave you out you'll listen at some point i'm sure um i i felt like the sexual assault stuff and the fact that they were both just such irredeemable people was really driven home in a way that felt like really personal in the last episode and it felt like heavy and it hung over the episode and i didn't really i i kind of understand in this why wesley exists in this plot or like why they gave him such a big role at this middle point of the two faith story is because we need to remember that like just because we're feeling a certain way it doesn't make it right and like in the rush to uh, to judgment like 
I would have done a lot of things to the person who like sexually assaulted me, for example, that I don't agree with as an abolitionist. You right, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and and I think it it Angel's taking the long view of like, well, kind of what's best here. And I think, you know, what's pragmatic here? What how can we do the most good? And I think Wesley's like hurt. And it really it, it is, it's like Alexis did a great job at really conveying that in yeah. like a real way because he he does sell it to the degree that you're like, I mean, he's got a point. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, like, that like, is, oh, he's not wrong. That is something that I really love about this episode is I do feel like everyone has a good point. Like, I I like that it's like the ambigu- ambiguity of like, there's no one that's like 100% wrong. Because also- It's like, like a family. Like when yeah. a family does an intervention, everybody's going to have a viewpoint and they're not all going to be right, but they're not all wrong. Right, yeah. And like the way, and like you, it, you can feel the hurt, right? Because you, I, I just Wesley has every right to be so hurt, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I agree with everything he said about Faith, but like, I would fucking feel the same way if she tied me up and cut me up, and then like mm-hmm. I go over to see Kim or Zach, and they're both like, "Oh, the person that cut you up, I'm getting her donuts, yeah. NBD." <sighs> like, I would be. Yeah. Yeah. And to everybody's point, like we don't have to agree with the things that he says um, because we know that he doesn't even agree with the things that he says. He is just coming from a very hurt, hurt, hurt place. And that is justified. And honestly, you give him a pass for saying whatever he says. And and because he he comes and shows out at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also I do want to talk about the Cordelia of it all because one, she's wearing the exact same top (laughs) Muffy wears in Restless, which is so weird. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. And so she wore it before Buffy did because Buffy wears it. It would be the season finale of that season. So off screen Buffy borrowed that top. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, It hurts me to see Cordelia with a black eye, Mm -hmm. but like it feels so Cordelia that she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, he'll come around, sign these. Oh, yeah, these Brilliant. are my pain vacation. Right? The, only person, <laughs> the only person handling this correctly. The yeah. only person. Angel, maybe, I don't know. It's a little misguided. <laughs> Glad that it worked out in the end. But Cordelia was like, I am prioritizing my material safety. I am setting boundaries. I am going to hold you accountable for the things you're doing and not doing right now. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Charisma Carpenter truly went on a vacation and that's, yeah, <laughs> right? that's where she was for the week (laughs) (laughs) like i just and i her delivery there of like "Mm -hmm, all right well bye like i just it's like shitty enough but she's not saying anything mean she's like you know just like pieces out and i do while i would have loved cordelia in this episode i love that she really does leave and doesn't come back (laughs) sometimes sometimes it's better for the plot if the voice of reason has to be out of town this week (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um so Angel uh, brings her some donuts. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I like, I don't know. I just really like the dynamic of the three of them. And like like you said, Ryan, like Cordelia kind of does deal with it correctly. She's just like, I'm removing myself from this, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, in Wesley's defense, he tries to kind of, but we'll get there. Right. Yeah, he does. Um, he, because he leaves before Cordelia does. Um, and then this is when we, get the Kate plot and we kind of discussed this in five by five, but like this episode too still has the same amount of plots, right? Instead of flashbacks, we're getting the Kate plot. That's like filling that hole. Um, and it does. I, I don't hate the Kate stuff as much as I normally do. I still don't like her, but I think, they do a good job with like what they need to do for that character. The X-Files talk was a really good little moment. I enjoyed that. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that when she uh, is well written, I can overlook why I don't love the plot. But when right. it's not, it's just like, uh, it gets really hard. And it's tough because I really do think this actress is very charismatic and she has something to give us. The scenes where she's like one on one with um, Lindsay. I was like, God, she is mesmerizing, and they never use it. <laughs> I know, I know. I really, I yeah, I do like those scenes. Um, yeah, the guy, the one guy calls her Scully, and I like. And Kim, you're you you've also watched the X Files, right? Not like religiously, but yeah, I've seen them. I mean, her, the fact that he's trying to engage her in conversation here, and like, kind of mentions like has a little pop culture reference, and like asks her a question, like, what's going on. And she just doesn't answer and is like, Scully's the skeptic. And he's like confused, you know? And then he's yeah. like, well, Scully's the chick, right? And like, you just like, you see her face and it's like, oh, like this is the kind, these are the kind of people that she's got to deal with, you know? Right. And she's yeah. already trying to process that like supernatural things happen and et cetera. And it's part of her like life history that supernatural things exist now. Like right. she's figured that out or whatever. So I yeah, I, just, I think it's a, a really good scene. And I like how, you know, I, I like how controlled she is in the it's it's got that like that really good dialogue that we love in about Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I cannot stand Kate. I cannot stand her. <laughs> but like like you said, the dialogue, it was really, really good here and how she turns the um the the I which was the I wanna believe one. She's like, uh, that would be Malter and I <laughs> don't wanna believe. I already believe. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem I was like, that's, that's, that's some good stuff i like it it's good delivery too like she yeah. sounds it yeah. yeah yeah so we cut back to angel he finds faith holding like a michael myers ghost face level giant knife <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i love that faith at any given moment is eyeing up the largest knife right. in the tri-state oh, area yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the first thing she does in anybody's apartment is she locates where <laughs> the knife is and, and and organizes them by size um i want to talk about can we can we please talk about why he decided to stick her in a windowless basement and let her just like, with like no stimulation at all and just let yeah, her stir. She's for mental health. <laughs> yeah, she's clearly like not gonna be sleeping. She's like just walking around the apartment all day picking up knives. This is <laughs> not going to end well if we keep her here. Okay, so he's he's proving to her that he trusts her that she wants to get better. I trust you. You can stay in my basement. Don't leave my basement. Told him that she's evil. <laughs> I don't know. Angel's just, you know. Yeah. So she, it's like, this is the stuff for me that's a little bit, eh, this is like the, the slower parts are the angel and faith parts, which we mentioned in the, in five by five, which is weird because they do work really well together. It's just when they're just moping, I'm like, right. It's, 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 it would work so well in a book that's like yes. angel and faith in Southern Italy. Right. You know? <laughs> and that sounds like lovely, but um, it, 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 it is harder. Cause like we're, we've been pretty fast paced and usually scenes that they're either of them are in our fast paced. If, yeah. because if they're not being fast paced, the other person is, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it is kind of like a, uh, uh, slower stuff but I think it's important to give like gravity and weight to her yes. character arc we need these moments they're also like one of the things that this episode does well is it doesn't linger where it shouldn't linger mm-hmm. like, we're not there for that long yeah I will say in rewatching I in my brain they were like they did linger way longer I was like oh these scenes aren't as long as I remember them being but I think it's because my brain just wants to get to the Buffy of it all so I'm like come on come on come on come on I want to see Buffy <laughs> like um <laughs> 
but yeah, it's, it, I think you're right, Jim. They don't, it doesn't overstay its welcome too much. Um, and then we cut to our other plot, which, and it is wild that we have all these plots. It's Wolverine and Hart. Lila's telling Lindsay that, you know, they're alive. I even like their little like back and forth of like, is he alive? Well, technically, no, he's dead because he's a vampire. <laughs> like, I, I do like that shit. Um, I was like, are they this catty and like verbose all the time? <laughs> Just like on a random Wednesday. It's like, well, technically, like, guys, uh, we have to get to court. <laughs> Um, Jim, I'm curious. We, I mean, the three of us talked about the previous episode. What do you think of their like dynamic, Lila and Lindsay? I guess the it it's sold for me because I don't really have much to say about it. But they're definitely like the people like that you know and you care about most in Wolfram and Hart, so they stand out at that. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't think much of it. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, um, and I do like that. Then we they're like, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" And we cut to the guy that. Lee Mercer, the lawyer that made <laughs> up and he's in like a fucking neck brace, all these things that he's like, where's your killer? <laughs> I love that nowhere in their healthcare plan is like a little magical speed, speed up. Right? For the healing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like suffer through it. <laughs> I will say, I thought that the camera work was really good with this episode. So for example, in the earlier scene we were talking about with Wesley and Cordelia, Cordelia kind of like removes herself from the camera when Angel mm-hmm. comes in. So you're like, ooh, she's mad, you know? And then in this scene, too, with them, like, they don't pan to the guy in the neck brace, like, right away. And then they don't pan to the demon. Is the demon in this scene? Um, a demon no, he's in the, the next, next scene. But, yeah, yeah, they don't pan to him right away. I just thought, like, the the reveals in terms of the camera work were done well. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because this is the reveal of that lawyer is the yeah. is the reveal here that he's in the neck brace. Um, and the next reveal is the demon Um, in the next scene. But so then we... We cut to cut back to Angel and Faith, and she wants to leave. I think I, I kept saying, like, God, she looks so hot, but I know it's supposed to be she's like strung out, but I we think we love that stuff. We, we, we do. It's <laughs> like impeccable, and her makeup is very like early 2000s TV, too. Yeah. 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 Faith wears girl interrupted so well. Oh, <laughs> she does. Titillating. <laughs> um, we get a little bit of like, she's going to leave. She hits him. And then she does say out loud that she like wants the help. And um, we're just in a combine because then later we, we have an intercut here. But so then we get like where to start. And she's, he's like, well, you got to apologize. <laughs> and I forget what is it? I didn't even put it in my notes, but there's something where she thinks it's Cordelia's. And she's like, tell Cordelia, I'll pay her back. Um, and he's like, actually, it was Wesley's. And she's like, oh, let's not mention that. And he was like, actually, we should. You need to apologize to him. Mm. What did, yeah, Zach, what did you think about that? Everything just feels like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never dealt with with a homicidal best friend, but <laughs> um, when do you start like these conversations? Because these are the ones that need to happen. And I actually really, really like this. I like Angel being like, well, you have to feel it. Are you even sorry? Like, like yeah, asking yeah. her those real questions. Is it day one? <laughs> like, <laughs> is this too soon? Is it is it the, the right time? Like, what do we, I don't know. I was a little, uh, not confused, but I was a little, I don't know. I'm trying to put myself in those. In the, you know, in he offered shoes. that she rests and she yeah. said, I've been in a coma. And he was like, all right, Maybe let's go to group. Fresh air or something. <laughs> it felt very like, you know, the rooms to me, like, you know, mm-hmm. like you're going to be apologizing every day for the rest of your life. So like, why not start today? Like you're going to yeah. have to be sorry about this thing for the rest of your life in order to not, not let the guilt overpower you. You have to, you have to keep apologizing so that, uh, you know, you can forgive yourself and other people can forgive you. 
So mm. why not start at day one since it's not like you apologize and then it's over? I love the minutes talk too, where she's like, yeah. we go from like 10 minutes to five minutes to one minute and she's like really breaking and she's like, I can't live in my fucking skin. Like, do you, do you get that? I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I, she's like about to implode, you know? Yeah. And he's yeah. really like trying to calm her. Oh my gosh. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. You know, it was like, she yeah. does such great work here. And I think he did really great work because of her and he was able to bounce off of her in that way. Yeah. Yeah. They do bounce off each other pretty well. And also they, they're like kind of funny, you know, they have, they're allowed to, they like say mm-hmm. things like I've got to be the first slayer sponsored by a vampire. And right, like, that's yeah. like funny, but mm-hmm. it doesn't break the levity of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I think they bounce off each other. Well, the angel of it all doesn't, I'm not always sold on that aspect. Um, I think Angel needs I think Angel needs to be more of a mature adult for someone hundreds of years old and admit yes. when he's out of his depth because yeah. I I do think there would probably have been and th- I mean I, I know I'm trying to inject realism but it's because I take these characters seriously there probably and what the show is saying seriously there probably really should have been a conversation about like medicating or speaking to a psychiatrist and a psychologist at some point, because if she can't sit in her skin and be comfortable, she's not able to be in like a sustainable, like I get, it's going to be a moment to moment, minute by minute. And like, especially I understand more than anybody, when you make a big discovery or something shift your worldview, you've got to kind of relearn how to live moment to moment. Or like, if you Mm -hmm. come out of the closet, every moment after that, you're like reframing everything. Mm -hmm. And like, if you're not reframing everything, then you're not really doing the thing you just did. So what was the point? Um, and I get all of that, but I think that there there should have been a conversation about like faith might have required assistance, and assistance right, yeah. might look more less like a supernatural friend, and it yeah. might look more like some of the and and I think these shows have done a lot to demonize mental health care in a certain to a certain degree. Like we see a lot of asylums and a lot right, of people yeah. locked up and a lot of crazy hallucinations and dangerous crazy people. Um, and I think maybe this could have been a nice time to have a conversation other than jail. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously it works out for the character. So like right. the shows yeah, yeah. are not like, you know, we're not exploring that, but um, I don't know. I think what you're picking up on is that if Angel was as wise and as worldly, I mean, maybe not, he was a man in the mid two thousands, but like <laughs> yeah. other than those factors, I think an adult would be able to say like, this is someone who like, we both can't, do this right. you know what i mean like i can't do yeah. this for you and maybe yeah. you can't do it for yourself but it doesn't mean it can't be done do you think that the writers of the show don't do something like that because uh they think that if that just because it's a supernatural show and if you go to uh you know if you go to see a shrink if you go to see a therapist if you go to see a psychologist and you're like oh yeah like you know i was helping Bam- people kill vampires because right. I'm a slayer, you know, then they wouldn't be able to get the real help that they need? Or do you think it just makes for better writing that Angel's trying to house Faith and be her sanctuary? Question mark. I, Legit question. I think both. I think it's I both. also think the writers just didn't think a lot about mental health. Yeah. Like, that was for people who are sick and these are characters. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, I kept thinking, like, so in the, in the comics, the Watcher's Council becomes like Andrew and Xander and Giles, like they're like doing stuff with the Watcher's Council, right? And I think something like that, like 
throw a gay on the council and it's, you know, not these like terrible corrupt characters, like maybe the Watcher's Council would be able to say, we have the like means, we have a psychiatrist on staff. Wolfram and Hart definitely does. Yeah, they probably do. And like the Watcher's Council, theoretically, like this version of the Watcher's Council would never. This is why you can't trust the government and you need to unionize. What we need (laughs) is a support group of other heroes, mutual aid. (laughs) And like, you know what I mean? Like if Giles were saying, I'm going to take you here for help, we would trust Giles, right? But we don't trust these shady watchers because we know that they're not to be trusted. Yeah, shady's um, right in the name. Right. <laughs> um, but so we cut, we then enter our, that's a segue into our other like D plot, which is the watchers that we met in the Buffy episodes who had captured Faith or Buffy in Faith's body thinking she was Faith mm-hmm. are there to take Faith back. Man, fuck these guys. And yeah, and I do. I appreciate one, the continuity of like making it the same actors. It's weird and I love it. Um, and I like that like Wesley still he is interested, right? Like I don't think he was a hundred percent going in saying, I'm going to deceive them and trust Angel. And then he was like curious to see what they would he say. He kept his options open. Right. Yeah. Which he always does. I think it's very true to his character. <laughs> Nothing wrong with keeping some options open. And he uh, loves a double cross too, so that keeps that option open too. <laughs> uh, Zach, what did you think of that with like the other Watchers and Wesley? It was, it was fun. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not... I, lo- I like Wesley in this episode, but I'm still not 100% one over on him. And I, y'all don't make me feel no better because I just keep hearing that all of these things are upcoming do you know my husband let it slip yesterday that he keeps a woman in a closet with a bucket <laughs> well who who has that well, I, 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 i'm just i'm just like and I'm, and I'm sitting here like y'all what what kind of character arc am i going through with him because y'all keep saying it's one of the best character arcs in the entire it's so good series so kim, uh, it's good kim plead the, we, ryan and i have already told him you plead the case to zach oh, my goodness I mean, like, lots of really <laughs> crazy things are about to happen that Wesley handles interestingly. And wow. Kim. I was saying. Listen, I will tell you there's a reason Allison Hannigan put a ring on that man because, <laughs> God damn it, he gets so good in this show. Uh, I just wish he would stop. Like, the only problem I have with him is he looks like he's like smirking all the time, like always. And never oh, a moment yeah, he doesn't look like he's Oh, my goodness. Now I'm looking at his action figure on my shelf right now, and I'm like, yeah, that kind of does look like he's smirking. That is not yeah, even that is an action figure. <laughs> but even the figure does look like it's smirking. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, so we- uh, wait, before we move on, I do want to say the Watchers are so good at finding English-style pubs anywhere in the world. <laughs> and he's really good at darts. Like, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, which is important for later. Um, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, basically they, and we'll condense this all to one. Basically, those Watchers want to take Faith alive. They want him to like inject her with whatever tranquilizers. And I do really like that Wesley is like, I will only do this if you promise not to hurt Angel. Like Wesley's loyal. And I do appreciate that even loyal still considering it's the same, the same day. Like, you you know what I mean? Like he still that morning had that argument with Angel, but he's still going to be loyal to Angel, even though he feels he currently is feeling betrayed by Angel, but is still going to be loyal to Angel. Which is like some shit I respect. 
Totally. Like, it's also proof that like of what Angel's saying, which is like, right. yes, there is evil in her, but ultimately she can be like a great force for good and she can be a, ultimately she has a soul and all this stuff that he's saying. Mm-hmm. The proof is Angel on that. Even when he doesn't have to, Wesley proves that he trusts Angel and supports yeah. him. So it, it does like reinforce long term the I think what the themes of the episode are. Um, and again, but it it doesn't. It doesn't shy away from Wesley's case here, which is that, like, she is really dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And sometimes you have to use force to bring in really dangerous people. And it, yeah. to keep the option open doesn't make you a terrible person. Yet. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we we then we get the other Wolfram and Hart scene where our lawyers are meeting with a new mm-hmm. client to help kill Faith. I do... The way Stephanie Romanoff as Lila breezes oh in and out of the lawyer speak is so good, right? She's like, how does she not have a job in like a CBS procedural? Right? Like she, I think she is so good and she delivers lines so well. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but right, Ryan, like her delivery, like her character is just a hundred percent there in every line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she just, she's like very present. It, she, as an actor, she's, she's really present and she's really in the moment, but she also just like fully understands everything she, her character is about to say, like what, like yeah. to a degree that like, it's not like she's saying jargon. It's like, she understands why her character chose the words she mm-hmm. chose. Mm-hmm. And that is such a lawyery thing. Yeah. And it really makes her feel like a lawyer. Lindsay also feels like a lawyer, but a different kind of lawyer. One of those like (laughs) lawyers that's like, I would like to address the jury. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like, even the way when she's like, I forget what she says, something like, oh, we're not putting our hands in this. Not that you have to have hands. That was speciest of me. Like the way that's all one thought, like that's very lawyery. And I like that. And I also like that it's just like this gross purple demon that like shoves yeah. its face in the food. <laughs> I also like that she doesn't look away from the demon, but yeah. Lindsay does. It says a lot about the two of them. <laughs> um, so then Faith is watching TV. She's doing something. Um, and <laughs> she sees a news report where we see Kate on TV saying they are looking for this woman and it's Faith. Um and then, Zach, what happens? She knocks a glass over. I don't know what she was doing there. She's dramatic. <laughs> trying to get a little bit of attention. Um, the assassin comes in and attacks both Angel and, and Faith, right? Yes. yes. That's what happens here, yeah. And so she kills. There's oh a lot God. of fighting, fighting, fighting. And, and she kills, or she stabs the the assassin and gets, like, blood on the knife. And it triggers her, right? Right. Um <sighs> Oh my god, this scene where Angel jumps and we see his belly and he does a little kick. Oh my god. I think as a teenager, I thought about that scene and fantasized it into a long sequence where things happened that don't happen in this show. But oh my god, he's so hot there. Can we just pause and appreciate? Oh my god, the smoke show that is David Boreanaz. Season one, Angel was like... Unreal. Yeah, he was such a babe. Um, And I gotta say, this scene... I wish I almost feel like we didn't need this scene. Um, I yeah, like, we didn't need this assassin right? pressure. Like this isn't a necessary, but it's fine. It's fun. I yeah. don't think we needed it. Uh, Kim, what do you think? I mean, yeah, especially because we were just introduced to that demon, like right. one or two small scenes ago, and like now the demon is dead. I guess like maybe the PTSD is important in some way, but Faith's already going through so much, like. I right. don't know, they don't really address it because then we've got like the the big B comes in the room. Gosh, it's just like I think I, I this should have been a a little bit of a longer sort of shorter arc, right? Uh, 
yeah. I think two episodes was too quick because this episode really does like going back to the minutes talk that they have. It feels like two minutes, you know, yeah. like there's mm-hmm. no time for it. And just kind of like what you were saying earlier, Ryan, about like, you know, talk about mental health or like maybe getting her medicated or some sort of help that he can't provide. There's not even enough time to have conversations like that. And I think maybe stretching it out over a couple more episodes would have been really beneficial to the character, to the whole story, because everything is so bam, bam, bam. Really, like Buffy comes down the stairs and like even even when she and Buffy are having that conversation up on the roof, it like is cut off because some dudes in a helicopter yeah. show up, right? Yeah. It's so frustrating because I could have watched the rest of the episode just them having a talk, you know? Um, yes. But yeah, Buffy comes. <laughs> Buffy's here. <laughs> um, I so yeah, so we get I. I don't, that's the only scene that I would say, like, we didn't, I didn't need because we already know face traumatized. Mm-hmm. And it feels like killing this weird spider purple demon wouldn't be like, oh no. Like, it feels like maybe we're a vampire that looks like a human or something that looked like a human. Um, yeah. Eh, so that's a little, and like, also, like, this thing, they were going to kill it anyway. Like, that's a thing they would kill. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm a little, blah. but yes, enter fucking Buffy and god damn it. She, I, I just, Sarah Michelle Geller comes in and shows everyone how to act in like one second. She's a star, <laughs> baby. She just how does her hair look like fucking that? Fucking is, right? right? Like, she looks great. The face acting she does in this fucking basement apartment is fucking fantastic. And like, not that any of us are ever like, oh, Sarah Michelle Geller wasn't good in this scene. That like never crosses our minds. But like, it just feels like, the way we talked about Darla, how Julie Benz very much has a presence. I feel like I don't appreciate Sam Michelle Geller's presence as much on Buffy because it's always there, right? She so brings we, life to every frame. Right? That she, mm-hmm. it's, it's unreal. Yeah. And I, I get that we sound superlative and that this is a fan-based podcast. <laughs> but I genuinely challenge anyone at home to not to look away from Sarah Michelle Gellar on screen. Like you right, can't do right. it. There are scenes of Angel where I check my phone, not yeah. the scenes that Buffy were on screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so she comes in as Angel and Faith are hugging. And I I watch this scene a lot to try to get the figure out what I wanted to do as the cover image for this episode. Because for me, this is like the scene of the episode. Um Kim, I want I want your take on this first because i just i tell me what you think give me like a overall reaction i'm curious what you think of like faith and buffy and buffy and angel here i mean if you think from my perspective having watched this episode isolated from a lot of the other Mm -hmm. episodes that come before it and the buffy episodes like it's been a while since i've watched those right 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 so detached from all of that she comes off like so not willing to understand or listen to what's going on and just like very hurt that she's caught her ex like hugging somebody who she's currently mad at. And I know <laughs> because I've watched those episodes though a long time ago, I know the reasons for her anger against Faith are, are very justified and real, but just like she doesn't really let anybody else talk and explain anything she's just like here are my emotions and like that's not necessarily buffy to me like i feel like usually like buffy's like a little bit more level-headed than that right like mm. isn't isn't she supposed yeah. to be a, a capricorn no she's an aquarius <laughs> um 
But still, like Ian, you're you're fairly level headed. Um, <laughs> she no, she is a Capricorn. Oh, she is she, a Capricorn. Because her, birth, her birthday's two days before mine, and mine's okay, the first yeah. Yeah. like that's like you, you know, you bury your emotions, and like her character very much like can do her job as a slayer and be an emotional woman, but at the same time, like knows how to control them, and she mm. just doesn't do that here. So I was just very surprised that she just wouldn't let anybody else talk, and then wouldn't even let Faith apologize to her. You so, know. Oh God, her delivery on, if you apologize to me, I will beat you to death. I was like, fuck, I love Buffy so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, like, acting is, the acting is great. Like, I like mean, so, she, she nails it. Like, certainly. right. But like, I don't, I don't want it's her to be satisfying. so aggressive, you know? Yeah. But, no, I, I, the thing is, I don't think you're wrong, but for me, I'm like, that's why that's why she's acting like like that's why this is a big deal because she doesn't act like this normally mm-hmm. and she has every right to be acting like it right now because mm-hmm. like it, depending on how long like but it has been days at the longest it's been a handful of days since v- faith beat up her mother inhabited her body fucked her boyfriend tried to kill all her friends and then like beat her up and switched back with her and left town so like for me, I'm like, whether this was a day, like it, it couldn't have been any more than a week, right? Um, Buffy would still be coming in hot, and this is Angel. Like, I'm not a big, I, I, again, I don't give a shit about the ships, but <laughs> to Buffy, this is a big deal. This was her first big love, and now he's with the person that, like, tried to fucking ruin her life for a whole year, and just a week ago, did all that terrible shit. And so, I think that's why I like it. And that's why I feel like it does make sense because this would be something Buffy would be furious about. Um, and she has every right to be furious about it. Um, and ah, God, her delivery, the way she quietly, calmly, but clearly full of fury says, I will beat you to death. Yeah. It's just like, shit. And fuck. we have to remember her age too, right? Like she yeah. is a teenage girl and maybe yeah. not all teenage girls act like this, but she is not exempt from having just moments where she's irrationally mad and, 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 and isn't going to listen to everybody, you know, um, Buffy can, can be that too, you know, uh, it, I, cause I think we do sometimes forget her age. I know I do all the yeah, time. Yeah. And then I have to like really pull myself back in and be like, no, she's not really being a bitch. She's just like, she's, or yeah, she is being a bitch, but <laughs> she's a teenage girl being a bitch. It's very, very common. Um, you know, teenage boys can be bitches too. Angel acts like a teenage boy. He's a bitch all the time. <laughs> um, she just is furious. You know, I think this is a, I think her anger also is really good at just, highlighting and underlining how many people have faith has put on her bad side. Right. And how many people faith has her because we got it from Wesley. We're getting it from Buffy. Like we are Mm -hmm. getting all of these people telling angel. No, like she did this. Yeah. We're pissed. We're all coming for her with pitchforks and, you know, um, and I guess in that way, because this is supposed to be the point of the show that Angel's supposed to be the one to help people like, right makes him a little heroic but i, I don't know, I think that's stupid um but okay, so it's that but then also like because he understands where she's coming from like has yeah. been jealous and also but having that, been jealous like fairly recently the angelus thing only i only buy that because i get i the angelus thing i don't know we get flashbacks but when does he ever tell people stories of his life like why didn't we get a scene when with so many talking scenes between him and faith where he like tells her a story about about something, you know, that he really regrets that, or that, that somebody really that he's been, really hurt. 
that would have been a great third episode like you said yeah. to like that that if there had been something in the middle where it's like angel and faith and it's mostly flashbacks like mm-hmm. they could have so easily shot that and it would have really fleshed out their relationship yeah. or even yeah. i know i said that i prized the the scenes uh for their brevity that we didn't need too much of but even when the, she's like when she, he opens the door and he's like there's your freedom you can go if you want to go he kind of monologues a little bit long there and he's talking about like freedom and like darkness, you know? Yeah, so maybe yeah. they're just like dropping a few details of things we've already seen flashbacks for or something like that. Yeah, so like stories – you have longer. hundreds of years of stories of your life that could make for very good lessons. And I feel like they don't do – he doesn't he doesn't give those lessons very much in the show. We just get like flashbacks that we're supposed to relate to the rest of the episode. But I want to hear him telling that to people and relating it in some sort of lesson and how he's learned from that, right? Because he's telling Faith, you got to like accept responsibility, learn from your mistakes. But how did you learn from your mistakes? Because you're not telling us. Yeah, I, I think that is a good point. Um, but Ryan, I, I give me your take on this scene as well, because I know you're more in Kim's on Kim's I, camp. I think I just don't. I I think this is all valid, and like Faith super violated Buffy, and Buffy's young, and she's a hundred percent right. And Buffy also sees a lot of herself in Faith, which makes you react differently than you do to someone like the mayor, right? Because yeah. <laughs> like you're like, but I understand you. How could you fucking do this? But I think Buffy. As this episode goes on, I think Buffy, the temperature could have come down and given her other layers at which to try to communicate. Like when she is in a combative dynamic with somebody, there's usually some humor to it. Mm-hmm. And with Faith, she gets zero of that. She doesn't even give her time to talk or other people to talk, people whose home she's in. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think that especially her ex, like it, it, it just doesn't feel like Buffy, the rage is right. It just like through the episode or through maybe what we see of the time they spend, it just feels like there could have been other layers. Although I would also like to say that while you were speaking about it, I was thinking this is also Buffy before Dawn. Yeah. And like, she doesn't have a little sister dynamic mm-hmm. with Faith because she doesn't mm-hmm. know how to do it. Like she tried to treat Faith as basically her girlfriend and then like her <laughs> arch nemesis. Like she doesn't know how to have a sibling. And very similar to my husband who does not have siblings, <laughs> it means he just does, he treats people differently. Like he treats employees differently than I do because I understand like, yeah, maybe I'm in charge of this person, but also like someone's in charge of both of us. Like we're kind of on the same team here. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? He, do- he He has a different view of things and it doesn't make it better or worse. It's just like, this is a different Buffy. And I have to remember that the faith, the way that I, we see her relate to faith later is because she's learned so much from the relationship with Dawn and all the people Dawn's killed. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 There's just not enough time. That's the yes. big problem here. And I think that's, that's something thing. we could probably all agree on, right? Because like yeah. Buffy deserves her heated moment just like wesley deserves his heated moment we just don't have time for the come down and for her to start you know yeah thawing out through yeah we just don't and that's that that is the shame of it all you know yeah and again still a great episode we're asking for more here you (laughs) know i'm pleased two hour episode and i i when so when they have that argument the the things I need to point out are when she says to Angel, do you even know what she put me through? And he's like, I do. And her face changes from hard to hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And like, I feel that. Like, I feel that. Like, I, I I, just feel like I put myself in Buffy's shoes a lot. Like, when I feel betrayed, the like, but I want you to care about this betrayal. And yeah. he's not. He's not addressing it. He's not. He doesn't give a shit about it. 
He also Buffy doesn't get to tell her own fucking story. Like right. it is, it is really shitty when you're like, did you hear? And someone's like, yeah. And you're like, oh, cause I was going to fucking tell you, but I guess everyone <laughs> else is talking about it. <laughs> and like, I just, the way that Sarah Michelle Geller like delivers that line hard and then her face changes like it makes me tear up because i'm like hurt for her it's just all the way around right like the dialogue here could so easily like (laughs) mend people a little bit right Right. like he could say to her it is not safe having her out on the loose just spiraling we are literally on day one we just got her in here give us a second okay can you sit and give us a moment he doesn't say anything like that he's to her you know he's very yeah. dismissive of her and yes. and all of her facial uh, expressions and everything right and Just, like he uh, should be able to read that he sh- he he knows her he acts and- like he's 17 fucking years old <laughs> it pisses yes. me off so much <laughs> And then so another thing that really pisses me off is when he <laughs> fucking hits her. It makes me like yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar's face when she covers her mouth. Like I could cry thinking about it. Like oh, it makes me so Yes. I don't oh. understand why that's written into this episode. Like <laughs> I mean, because, because the Slayer and her boyfriends just get to hit each other. That's just, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I like Faith hits him and he doesn't hit her back. Right. right. And then yes. Buffy hits him and he he hits her back and it's just like there's some dumb math going on of like violence to stop violence or something right right, right. and like but ooh, seeing her feelings be hurt so much within the course of like a two minute scene like i buffy is my fucking hero like don't talk to her like that don't address her like that don't look at her yeah. like that like Stick. i was like burn that whole place to the Shut ground <laughs> this kid show is canceled i want to yeah. know why the hell he and the writers act like he was the one who was wronged for the past right. three seasons yes i want to know yeah. like why they acted like she was chasing him out of town with a with a damn uh, uh, right. you know uh, some fire or a cross <laughs> or something right he chose to leave he chose he did all of that to her he hurt her and then he goes off and he never and then he messes with their happiness again right like she doesn't right. i mean i guess she doesn't remember that but still like let's not act like angel was the victim in this entire relationship he had the more mature um standing in the entire relationship he had mm-hmm. he had all of the experience he had the age on her bringing that up um it just there he doesn't ever give her any understanding and that really yeah. hurts me yes yes i that zach that's that's what it is because i don't think kim and ryan i don't think you're both like particularly wrong it's more that like what you just said zach it's like give her some room like give her some understanding give her some care this is the woman you were in love with and dating and you know you were this like great blah 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 love story so like you should be able to give this person a little bit she more she was writing on her notebook <laughs> she was like fuck um and i think that's what like i i get really protective of buffy and sam Michelle geller right because of course i do and mm-hmm. it's just like i am and i feel like you're the same way zach with her like right well, I think like everybody is i think we all are and i think this is why it's such a great conversation is because this is i, I think what it comes down to again is just time and we don't have enough time but because we have yeah. what we have everybody kind of sees it differently and i find the, these conversations like so fascinating how everybody's yeah. coming at it with their own perspectives yeah i do i do really like that honestly like i like and because again like i don't think any of us are wrong and it's kind of like the episode right how like we all are like, yeah, yes. Wesley's Wesley has every right to be that upset. And he does. We don't make we don't agree with what he's saying, but we're all like, 
yeah, it's understandable the person that was like tortured and cut up would feel that, would be saying that. Yeah, I think that's part of what makes this episode great is that everyone, even, you know, even Faith, like has a different opinion about Faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like, yes. Like, like barely do two people have the same, and if they have the, a similar opinion, they have a different way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I truly, I, like, I don't feel like there are very many other episodes where you're coming into a, a, an episode with so many different characters with such different perspectives, and they're all yeah. coming in with their own story into this like middle point, which is faith, right? Like they're yeah. all diagonaling into this the square to meet her and mm-hmm. they're all, yeah, just from different, I don't know, man, it's good. It's good stuff. Right. And, and I do think um, like a lot of people, I know not you Zach, cause I know you love season seven, but a lot of people will like rag on Buffy season seven and like say that faith is kind of just there. But for me, she gets her arc. Her arc is complete in angel. And like, that's another reason why I think like I, for me, I'm like, you had to watch angel too, because like Cordelia's arc and faith and Wesley and like, the those parts like Faith's arc is complete by the time she is back in Sunnydale, I think, mm-hmm. um, in season seven. So totally. I'm okay with her like being there and just being part of the crowd, um, you know. And in Dirty Girls, her and Faith do have when they're walking to the vineyard, they have a talk, and that's kind of like their healing moment for me. And Faith's already come to terms with everything else, so I'm okay with. It being most like her development. Yeah, being I mean, and they don't even give that respect to a lot of characters, right? Like Cordelia yeah. is not even going to get that respect. Let's can we right. talk about just for a second the friendship that I feel post season seven Buffy and Faith would have had. I feel like they would have been closer than Buffy and any of the other Scoobies. I truly feel like that. I feel like today they would be having coffee together real early in the morning after staking some vampires in the, in the, in the cemetery <laughs> and like reminiscing on like, I don't know. Do you remember 10 years ago when we were in Paris fucking guys and then, you know, maybe fucking each other a couple times, and, <laughs> you know, like they would have had probably the strongest bond because they had more to relate to each other with. And I think they would have recognized that at a certain point. And it's just a shame that we never got that bar to see it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I always love when you bring that up, Zach, because I like you have sold me on that idea a thousand percent. <laughs> I want to see them older, sitting in Paris, you know, um, <laughs> slaying P- Parisian vampires. That's that's the show I want to see. <laughs> um, so they send Faith upstairs, and we see that Wesley has entered. At this point, we don't know where he stands. Blah blah blah. We get we cut back to Wolfram and Hart, and I do like the 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 lawyer Lee when he's like using assassinate like 85 times yes. and be like, no one actually died till we hired the assassin to kill the assassin that we hired to assassinate. Yeah. They don't know. We know they know we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the like wordplay there is very good. I like that Lindsay's like, what is he? He says something like, oh, we tried to do it outside of the law. Well, we're lawyers. Let's do it inside. And she's like, Lila's like, he's being ironic. And he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, which we know that then he goes to see Kate later. But we cut back to Angel and Buffy is fucking pissed. And I, this, I like, this is like, I wish we got a longer version of this. Yeah. Because like Buffy's getting out her anger and like, she says like, oh, did she powder lips? Did she, was he, her bosom heaving? Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, you hit me and you did it for her. And for me, that is like the thing that hurts my feelings the most about that is that he hit her for faith. And like- mm-hmm. I just like they he shouldn't have hit her at all. Like, yeah. let's just be clear. Right. Like, it was like <laughs> yes. not a comfortable thing to watch at and, all. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, Ryan, it's like, oh, the Slayer and her boyfriend, they always yeah, like, hit each I other. Guess. Right. Yeah. Like, they do that a lot, but like, this is where it hurts. 
And it's like, I would just be like, she fucking beat up my mother three days ago. What like, yeah. And this is what you're willing to do for her. Also, I would have been like, do you think like what level of trust? I think what I wanted Buffy to say is what she didn't say, which is like, do you really think if I got my hands in her, I'm going to kill her? Right. Like, get out of my fucking way and let me handle this. Like, you have you have so little respect and trust for me. You think I can't handle this? And it's yes. my thing to handle. Yes. That's like what she should have said. But she didn't. And and that's why I guess it doesn't feel like her anger comes to any head for me. It just feels like it builds and builds and builds until it's not there anymore. Yeah. yeah. She says, I thought you needed help. She says that like two or three times. And that just feels like selfish and petty, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's very that. manipulative. Yeah. And like, I mean, I just don't like that line for her because you're right, Ryan. Like, that's that's not what she really means. Yeah. I mean, she well, does really mean it, obviously. But like, that's not she doesn't need to say it three times. And right. it's not the most effective way to get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I, I just I don't know. I'm like he I think Angel for me, even though I agree with what you're saying, Angel's the worst in this scene because he's not hearing this woman. That, and like you said, Ryan, he should fucking trust her. Like, Buffy's not a murderer. Like, when have we seen her murder anyone? And he's acting like she's going to do that. She might beat her up a little bit, but like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just wants he, to rough her up again. Like He's just like being like this territorial dickhead who's like, this is yes. my city. We're not going to work together. I'm handling this case and we won't but speak guess, about it. I guess what I just put together, what's bothering me is he punched her in the face and she's not allowed to punch Faith in the face? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I'm clear on the rules here. What was the math math thing? Because we're both slayers. So maybe you need to slay, stay out of slayer business. Right, exactly. Right, like, <laughs> you're pretty low on the totem pole and jealous. <laughs> I um, guess you're all talking me into it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I just don't like Buffy. I don't think she's expressing herself well here. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. And I like Angel in this scene. I don't. We, we I do like, like Angel. I feel like the opposite. I'm like, I'm like 100. I'm on Angel's side in this scene. I'm like, yeah, minus the punch, obviously. But I, I, I kind of see Angel like there. There's also something to be said for Angel being exhausted about having these conversations and just being mm-hmm. like, "Can you get out of my way?" It's like my parents will be annoying about my politics, and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, "I'm going to go do volunteer work on an issue." You're calling me to like have some culture war argument, like shut the fuck, get out of my way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes it's like, I, I get, I, 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 I guess I feel like this is really personal to Buffy. So he should have made the time, but I also do understand the character's weariness with like people having to get to the maturity point to be like, I have forgiveness. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I don't have time for this. And I, <laughs> I guess I, 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 I tonally, his character makes more sense to me here than Buffy's does. I don't know. Maybe that's off base. They also like literally have no time for this in like the scene that happens that we're talking about because they don't have yeah, time to talk about it. Right. Or to, like get to any point where like either of them allow each other to talk like with not just emotions in this scene because suddenly Wesley's coming downstairs with Faith in a syringe. Right. Yeah. yeah. I do, I do like his like hello Buffy good to see you came at a bad time and she's like yeah I get that <laughs> <laughs> I like a little brief like well we're caught up and this is like their last scene together ever it's never a good time I don't see why the two of them that's true book a weekend for the Poconos <laughs> that really is true there's never a good time on either of these shows like <laughs> they're never like have a full episode where they're just sitting around having a good time eating some I would say Cordelia is at the spa right now <laughs> 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 Buffy wants to go hang out with her right now. She can, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, 
a thing I like is that the thing that we do see is Buffy, again, going back to your point, Ryan, of like, why does Angel think, like, what does he think she would do? Because she does pick it up, right? Even when they're fighting on the roof, when she sees that man with the gun, she like pushes faith and is like, run. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, everyone on this in this team can agree. If you're holding a gun, we're not right. on your team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? It's like at the end of the day, you're you're arguing and fighting over this, but like, you're both gonna be on the same side. Like, yeah. If everyone just smoke a weed, pause yeah. a moment. What we needed to do was, I'm I'm 100 serious. Like, we needed to get faith the appropriate medication and everybody else medicated. (laughs) That's usually priority one after an intervention. (laughs) And Ryan and I are allowed to say that we're on, we're on meds. So like, SSRI for you. Yes. We all need to get medicated and chill the fuck out. It's me and Ryan enter in with some prescription bottles. Like here, honey, take this here. That's for you. This one's for you. I have a great talk therapy guy. (laughs) An extra Zanny for you, Faith. He's gay he'll get it (laughs) (laughs) um so then we get uh kate and Lindsay, which like again i forget which one of you said it but like why is she believing him like uh, cops are the worst (laughs) but also she doesn't do anything like i thought the helicopter that's about to come in the next scene was the cops and it wasn't that's true it's It's not like it doesn't even nope we could have gotten to her getting there just because there was a helicopter on the roof, right? Like, right. there's a helicopter shooting a gun out at a roof. Like, okay, maybe she would arrive. Like, they paid uh, for that helicopter, and it was the Watcher's helicopter. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh, it's 7.15 in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then, like, blah. I don't I don't really have anything to say about this. She's just kind of like, ooh, I hate you, and then, but believes yeah, him. Whatever. She's beautiful. She's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we we have this Buffy Faith roof scene, which again I do wish could have been longer. Mm-hmm. They spend um, a lot of time on roofs together. They, they do, they do. Um, and I like the parallel almost of like their last encounter in season three IRL was on a fucking roof. Their yeah. last encounter here was like I mean, well, she sees her at the police station, but I just like their pivotal moments happening happening on a roof. And I do like this conversation because once again I do feel like both of them are right. Like 100%. Buffy says. I gave you every chance, but maybe she didn't. But like, also, Buffy was seventeen when Buffy she. Buffy was me. not responsible for making sure Faith was housed, right. making sure like, okay, that one falls on all of the adults, especially the council. The council should yes. have set her up in a fucking Ritz Carlton. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. um, Buffy had no responsibility other than to welcome Faith, and she did that. She did. Yes. It. Buffy fulfilled yes. her obligation to her fellow Slayer. Um, and then it went south. And I mean, you know, to, to take it down to, to to just friends falling out. I mean, that's a little extreme, but, you know, just friends falling out. This is just what happens, right? And you talk to each other and you're not going to see eye to eye immediately, mm. but you talk a little bit more and a little bit more. And then you're going to come to an understanding because we just, we get cut off way too soon. I even love, I love the, you talk about parallels. I love the parallel where Buffy yells, shut up. And it's not Faith yelling, shut up, right? It's yeah. like yeah. Buffy yelling, shut up. And it's just, they they are more alike than they are different. And they have to sit down and fucking talk about it. And Buffy needs to go visit Faith in jail and they need to talk it out. And we need a whole episode of that. Um, <laughs> I actually felt I actually felt like that shut up was so important because yes. it sold 
it sold more to me the Buffy being in just blind rage, no breathing mm-hmm. through the whole episode because it does it it does show that the ra- level of rage she's at is unsustainable for anyone with right. like empathy because she at some point she's like stop trying to make me feel for you it's working yes you know? <laughs> and, and with the line tell me how to make it better that. Did, did something. It did yeah. something, Ugh. and we didn't get the time to flesh it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was I oh, livid, livid. And I mean, like, because, and I do love Faith. I do. I feel like I'm coming off very anti Faith. I do love Faith. It's just I'm always going to be on Buffy's side more than I'm on anyone else's side. And Faith is a naughty girl. We all know that. <laughs> I like he's naughty as if like oh mm, just killed some people. <laughs> um, She's but like behaving. you know when Faith is like when Buffy says no one else has ever made me a victim and Faith is like you can't stand that you're all about control and it's like but no shit no one wants to be a victim what yeah. that's not a specific to Buffy thing like. Yeah. Who's like, oh, yes, great. I will be a victim today. Yeah, but sometimes, and I, the Buffy Faith thing always read to me, I don't know, as the more, I don't know, it's the proto-relationship for Dawn, and it's very sisterly, and if anything, it feels at times a little more authentic to the ugliness of sibling Mm, relationships, because sometimes you just say stuff to be a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You you don't even really mean it. You just want to hurt the other person's feelings, and I think... That, that there is a lot of that going on in this episode. I think Buffy's saying things the way she's saying them because she knows she's being overheard. Yeah. And yeah. it makes her so much more relatable, I think, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we all do that. You know, yeah. you, sometimes course. you just want to get that dig in at the I end with Angel. Yesterday. I was like hungry and I did it because I was hungry. <laughs> right. <laughs> God, Zach, are we Buffy and Faith? That's what I'm just getting out of Which one? Which one is which? Okay. <laughs> That's, that's the bigger conversation here. But we'll, yeah, the answer we'll, will fool you. Because <laughs> in 10 years, we're going to be slaying vampires in the Paris catacombs, okay? Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the vampires we fucked. Um, <laughs> so before they can finish, and again, like this is just another, I do think they bounce off each other very well, um, especially with this dynamic. And I, you are right, Ryan. It is very sisterly. Um, you know, Buffy yells, shut up. And then we, we like see the guy with the gun come in and Buffy saves faith. And that's, that's a big, I, I think that's like what makes me even more on her side is that like, Angel, what were you even fighting with her yeah. for? Like, yeah. like you know Ryan, I mean? Ryan said it is like, what do you think she's there to do? She's not there yeah. to slit faith's throat, right? right. <laughs> she's probably likely going to put her in a headlock, knock her out and like drop her on the steps of the, the police station or something. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even think Buffy knows what she's going to do, but it's yeah. not kill her. It's not going to end with killing her. <laughs> she's going to show up and she's going to, she's expecting fight from Faith. If Faith doesn't give any fight, she's going to be like, you're a bitch, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. We know where this goes. <laughs> um, yeah, Kim, what do you think about their relationship here and this this conversation? I mean, I thought, like, it had to happen. I think I agree. I think it's Zach that said it. Like, we just – we don't get enough here. Yeah. You know, like, we get just enough so that when the fighting starts, it's not a complete surprise that Buffy saves Faith. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's not – we're not I'm not necessarily worried that right. Faith is going to be killed because of Buffy's like negli- negligence here. Yeah. So yeah. I think we get like just enough of that conversation for the rest of the scene to unfold and for the end of the episode to make sense. Yeah. Um so then we see that the watchers are attacking Wesley and Angel in the basement too. Um 
I like that Wes gets a little, he gets to do stuff, right? He, we, the dart thing is important because he throws the dart at the one watcher and punches him and says, that's for calling me a ponce. Is it, um, isn't it the syringe? The, right. This, well, I yeah. mean, like he throws it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah. a dart. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like a dart. And we, <laughs> we get like one of the more ridiculous Buffy verse action scenes of Angel jumping through the <sighs> skylight. So into- ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so out of place, right? He just can't stand not being the center of attention for one moment. Okay, and then he rides on the helicopter, which is also ridiculous. Like he rides it down, like he's not even like he didn't even climb inside. He's practicing for SEAL Team Six. Okay, he's getting ready. And also, just the idea that the helicopter pilot was like, "Oh no, Angel." <laughs> All right, we'll go down. No big deal. <laughs> it was it was a cool shot though. So the the, the, the budget went to two things here. It went to the shot of Sarah Michelle Gellar getting blown with the wind under the lot, and then uh, <laughs> Angel flying over the city. <laughs> yeah, like that feels like Buffy never had that budget to do like shit like that, right? No, like, <laughs> you would never um, catch Buffy on a freaking helicopter no. that was no. off of the ground. That snake would have looked a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it is weird seeing Buffy in this like action movie scenario that like, there's no Very like die hard, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Like I said that too. I was like, oh my god, 80s action movie, like Eliza Dushku. It's like, I was like, this is so fun. <laughs> right? Mm. And it it is, it is fun. And like, it just like when they're like shooting and Buffy's running, and I'm like, this is something that would never happen on Buffy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of cops for a Buffy story. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? There would have been Even two. Though, obviously, would... I think that I think we're about to get there, but I think the dynamic rings true. But yes. Um, so Angel kind of they quell the violence. Buffy beat up the gunman on the roof. Angel got them to land the helicopter, but Faith is missing. And enter Kate, as she always does, right at the <sighs> worst moment. Um and she asks Angel where Faith is. He just doesn't say anything. So they arrest him for aiding and abetting a known felon. I have the word arrested underlined in my notes. I think it's the only thing I underlined this whole episode. <laughs> just, yeah, it is. It's the only thing. <laughs> um, and then we see Wesley and Buffy arriving at the police station. I love everything Buffy. Like, I love Buffy. The cops are just an annoyance, right? Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? You think you can tell Buffy Summers what to do? Like, fuck <laughs> off. She's like, enough with your little gang. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's cute. You have your guns, but like, I will beat the shit out of all of you. <laughs> um, and I liked it to her, like when they like try to grab her and she doesn't even look at them. Yeah. She's just like no. looking at Angel. Like the one cop goes to grab her and she just slaps his hand away. And she's like, that's not happening to Kate. And Kate's like, who are you? And it's like, Buffy doesn't care about you, lady. Like, She's like, I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, for me, that also is very Buffy, right? The like, they're just an annoyance. Like, it's almost the way Glory feels about Buffy is the way Buffy feels about these cops. And I really mm-hmm. like that. I like really do. That also rings true to Buffy, right? Because they're just like dumb humans that don't have special powers. So like, pfft. No, I liked her from this scene forward. Like, I I appreciated the way that she was acting after this fight and, like, the way – I mean, he's just, like, okay, like, the sun does rise over the cell or whatever, according to Kate, and she's just, like, absolutely not. You know, like, she just – And there's no way Buffy would let it happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, we know that Buffy would literally beat up every cop in that station to make sure Angel didn't get in that cell mm-hmm. with the sunlight. Kate just sucks, I have, a, I have a fan fiction to write. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then before they can, like, actually have their big fight, 
angels like Buffy look and we see that Faith is like confessing. Um, and I do think that's a very good character beat for Faith. I like oh, yeah. that it's like she disappeared, but she disappeared mm-hmm. to go turn herself in. She wasn't about to waste time telling people she's going to go turn right. herself in. She just like she just up and does it, right? She's tired. She needs a bed to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least the jail cell is going to have a window. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I like that. She doesn't need to tell them. She's like, we had enough monologuing. I'm just going to go do the thing. Like, And then we cut to the conversation Buffy and Angel have, which again, I wanted her to kick the shit out of Angel. He was mm-hmm. This is my so city. Mean. Right? Like <laughs> this is LA, sir. You do not own LA. My dad lives in LA. Do you know how long I came from LA? You want <laughs> right. to talk about LA for a second? Where are you from, Mr. Boreanis? <laughs> Where are you from with that fake Irish accent? He admits that he was like talking yeah. out of turn, like talking like with emotion, like at the end. Yeah. You know, when he's yeah. like, oh, I've got a big mouth. Um, I just do hate seeing him talk to Buffy like this. Like, and I guess I do think there's something to be said about like he was like establishing his own boundaries. I think a lot of this, like when she was in his apartment, like trying to confront Faith, it's like at some point they are exes, and you do have to be like, hey, hey, you don't get to just like jump in. Like, I get that stuff's going on with you, and this involves you, but like I also have stuff going on, (laughs) and I do think it. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's fair to set boundaries, but I don't. I don't like the way that he talks to her. Like this, yeah. he doesn't have to be like Los Angeles, Hollywood. I own it, baby. Be <laughs> like a rat pack about it. But I do think. But I do think he. he it's it's a fair point. I just and the but way then he shows. Yeah, he shows up in fucking Sunnydale still. Yeah, you know? they just like that's what they do. Yeah, he does show up in Sunnydale. They bop on over to each other. It's just yeah. The way she delivers before she leaves, like it hurts my heart that she's like, see, Faith wins again and like just leaves. Like, oh, but that is a little bratty to be it like, it is, you're right. But like, oh, I think she has every right to be bratty well, after the way she's he talked to right her. right to be bratty, but do you want to be? Is that who you want to <laughs> yes, be, Buffy? Sometimes. Is that I wear my what would Buffy do bracelet? <laughs> yes. Sometimes you just want to know that, hey, you, it's, it, it makes no sense, right? It's so irrational. But you want your ex-boyfriend to say, you know what? I take your side just for this moment, right? Faith is in custody. All he had to say was, she will be taken care of. Okay, right. I understand where you're coming from. Now, That's let's true. talk about That's setting true. these boundaries, right? But they just like make this dialogue so intense between them where they're just, you know, jab for jab for jab for jab. And then Angel is like... Oh, you hurt me. Remember, you you have a boyfriend, and you know, uh, like All like right, he so didn't fucking leave learned, town. What we've learned from this episode is one: don't react emotionally. No. <laughs> <laughs> Think before you open your mouths, right? Like take the time to process. Uh, and oh, I already forget too. Damn it, I didn't learn. It's Journal. all right, Kim. I, I felt like you were wagging your finger at me. I'm like, oh, oh you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Be the, I have, damn it, I, I had it. I had it when Zach was just talking then. I was like, we learned oh, so much. But we I've rambled. I'm sorry. I've rambled a little too long. I lost your thought. Listen, <laughs> Zach and I are very emotional when it comes to our favorite Slayer. This um, episode is Yin and I. It is. <laughs> and we haven't had a fight like this in a good, like, five months. But I'm seeing a lot of five things months. we can learn from it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, 
I know when you say five months, it's like, oh, that doesn't really sound that long. Does it? That's a long time. That's a long time. Hey, for Buffy and Faith, that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so Kim's giving us our lessons that we got to learn, Zach. Um, Ryan too. But, uh, but so I just, for me, I, and I know that we do, again, like the thing I said about Faith, like her arc is more complete on Angel. The Angel Buffy arc is more complete on Buffy, which I do think if we had to pick one show for it to be more complete on, Buffy is a show it deserves to be more of complete course. on. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I also think Angel never made any promises to the audience about Buffy, whereas right. Buffy made some promises about Angel. Yes. So like, I for me, I'm like, this feels incomplete, but I know that on Buffy, you know, the season finale, he does go there and he does say he's sorry, which yeah. I have to remind myself of because otherwise I would be furious at Angel forever. But I'm like, I hate that it ends this way, but that's what makes this episode so good, right? Is because, you know, like you all said, oh, she is being bratty, and she is, but she feels like shit. He just talked down to her so badly, and this, especially then, is the love of her life, right? Like, And he, like, completely ignored that she was just going to bat for him in the police station. Yes, yes. (laughs) Like, Like, dude, she just, she was ready to beat the shit out of every cop in that station just for you, sir. And you were like, get out of my city, I own LA. Like, no. Uh, um, And so that's what, like. sad that he can't find love. I know, I know. He's not allowed to find love. Listen, guys, no spoilers, but Carrie and Big have very happy, oh, wait, he died. (laughs) (laughs) I remember my other lesson. Oh, what's your other lesson? Try not to keep receipts. You know, you gotta keep some, some, but like, don't hang on to them, like in a way that is made for vengeance, like work it out, work it out before Mm -hmm. it gets to that. I feel like that we learned that from this episode too. God, Kim's really talking to us and she's asking. Well, I don't feel like you and I do a bunch of receipt keeping. Uh, We just usually go back to text messages because I think we both keep all of those. I was just thinking, that's why my delete every 30 days. I I can't hold on to shit. I don't do that because I know I send pictures to people I like to go back to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like That's if why I, my iCloud is full and they want me to pay lots of money to them. <laughs> uh, Zach and I both do the thing where every month it's like, okay, I need to add two more dollars to this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it keeps happening. Um, so, um, oh my goodness. I hate Angel. You know, he, he is a lot better in Buffy. I, I agree with that. You know, we have yeah. the softer side of, of, of yes. Angel with Buffy. You know, even when her mom dies and he just shows up just for like mm-hmm. the one moment. That is so great. It's such yeah. good stuff. But then why does it got to be such an asshole gotta, here? He's <laughs> give him time to grow. He's he's he how long you- he time to grow? <laughs> well, <laughs> the series, it's only been nineteen episodes. Give him time to show you flaws, so that he can show you how he grows and changes. Yes, because he does. He again, Zach. I know everyone's constantly tra- in season two. He starts to right, Brian. Like he definitely we get cooking. We get yeah. cooking. Yeah, yeah, and like, right. especially, I feel like especially with his relationship with Cordelia, that's what helps him yes. grow the most, oh, right? Um, oh my god, I can't our wait. Queen. Um, but so, as Kim I'm mentioned, having, then I'm having a, a prophecy, a vision. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Wes walks in, and I do like. I wrote down Angel's line. He says, "Like for a taciturn, shadowy guy, I got a big mouth." Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was cute. And I do, yeah, I do think that's like a really good. Line, and I'm glad that we at least get him acknowledging, shit, I was kind of a dick. Like, I, yes. I'm glad that, like, out mm. loud he says it to, you know, one of his close friends. At least we get him verbalizing it, which is important. Um, and I like when Wes is like, you know, you did do the right thing. And he's like, yelling at Buffy? And he's like, no, the other thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we get that little bit of wrap-up 
But I did keep thinking, man, I wonder what they would have had Cordelia if they had her come back in at the end like they did Wesley. Like what she would have been saying, right? Like I know she wouldn't Mm -hmm. have got between Buffy and Angel because she's very hands-off. When it comes to that, she's like, let them do their shit, whatever. She would have been getting Faith a green dot card, setting up her commissary (laughs) You're right. She (laughs) would have been the most supportive. She'd have figured it. She'd be like, I'm not writing her letters, but I'll find someone who will. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm not doing it, but. (laughs) She's like, we're going to get this as much out of our hair. You are visiting on Tuesdays, (laughs) second Tuesdays of the month. And that is it. I penciled it in. Like, (laughs) Um, And we end on Faith uh, being locked up. And then I like how they do like the just as Angel saying, oh, but she has a chance. And then it kind of cuts right to the the credits. I thought that was a really smart ending. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it solidifies too the whole different people having different ways of viewing her. And also like at this point, like there's a lot of different outcomes possible from this moment forward for her. Right. So yeah. question, yeah. she's only getting booked for the guy that she beat up and took his apartment, correct? No, no. Like Is that for all of it? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> That that's would be a, like a that's a, a life, life sentences. Yeah, the police put together all of the crimes that she did with clues, um, <laughs> evidence, and warrants, and it's all ducks are in alignment. They don't know about witches. Um, <laughs> yeah. Never heard of witches, which are happening all the time. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay's in court. One count of body swapping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be a fun. Wait, that's She Hulk. Sorry, almost pitched She Hulk. <laughs> What uh we're at the end, so Kim, what's your favorite scene? Oh god, I was like, don't ask me first. <laughs> um, do we, we want to go to Ryan first? No, I'm just gonna go with the opening scene where Cordy's like, write write me those checks, but like Angel's just kind of <laughs> signing them and then she bolts. Like that's that's my favorite scene. <laughs> uh, Ryan? The demon eating his nummy treat. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> the way he looks up with it all over his face. <laughs> It, it's like it's giving um the 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 tricks rabbit finally got his lucky charms i don't know i don't know how that one works uh zach what's your favorite scene uh buffy and faith talking on the roof right before uh their conversation gets cut off i love it. i think i think mine is the the buffy entrance scene just because it makes not that i liked that angel hits her not that i liked that she's sad but i think the 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 reactions it gave to me were like, oh, this is good. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't like that Buffy's hurt, but like her acting sells it. And like the fact that I reacted so aggressively mm-hmm. to it. Ugh, Sam Richard Geller just does not miss. Special shout out to Cordelia getting him to sign this check. Yeah. My queen. <laughs> yeah. My queen. Yeah. It really, really is like, <laughs> and it's, it's just like smart and very Cordelia. Like we spend all the season where they're undercutting her intelligence but we're seeing that she knows what she's doing. And I love that she never oh, comes back. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's fully like, I will be at Disneyland. I hear California Adventure sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Wesley, just give me a call when they're done with this, and then I'll come back. Yeah, yeah. She, wrote, she wrote enough money on that check to take a girlfriend with her, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Harmony. <laughs> God, give me that episode. <laughs> um, favorite outfit, Ryan? Um, who favorite outfit? Um, I liked oh the sharp suit that um what's her name? Oh my god, Lila. Lila is wearing the sharp suit that Lila was wearing. Um, Kim, I liked Faith's turning herself in outfit. I don't even know if she was wearing it before, but we got like a really good shot of it at the end there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Zach, 
I'm going to say the same thing. I do like, I think Sarah Michelle Gellar never misses as far as outfits. Yeah. I just am not a big fan of like, you know, the Thanksgiving look. She looks like Thanksgiving and it just, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have liked that outfit if it didn't tie. Mm, the you ties know, what ties in the front. I don't know. I don't like things that tie. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was a pain in the ass to make that figure. So I had to have little strings that I painted yeah, to dangle from the top. Like that. They never look good because you never get the bow right. I'm looking on um, on on Twitter right now at a figure. Ian, this is your knowledge. Um, did, were they supposed to make a figure of faith for this episode and yes, it didn't get released? Were. Son of a yep. bitch. Mm. Yep. They had a prototype. <laughs> they There was two faiths they didn't release for the Faith Hope and they released the Faith Hope and Trek to End of Days Faith. There was supposed to be Faith in this outfit and Faith in her red button up from Consequences in season three of Buffy, but they didn't release those two faiths <laughs> for unknown reasons. Because um, I really release... wanted that faith. They should release Angel with his shirt hanging open with his belly a little bit. And it's a very specific one for Ron. Ian can make yeah. you that one. Yeah, I'll make you that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I had to make a faith in Buffy for the, from this episode for the cover. Um, I actually do like Buffy's outfit, and I do like Faith. Like, they're both, I think, really good. It's not like Buffy's best outfit, but I, like you said, Zach, Sam Schaller just always looks good in everything. So, like, mm-hmm. I do, and I can see what you mean, Kim. Like, yeah, the tie, but, like... It feels different for Buffy, which is weird to say because she wears like so many different outfits. But this feels very different for Buffy, but not like ew, she would never wear that different. Just like different, different. Um, I actually I like liked that. it when she took the like the vesty thing off. But mm-hmm. then I kept noticing in the light that like her shirt and her pants were like a slightly different color, which would drive oh, me they? crazy. <laughs> and only because I was like, oh, I like this outfit. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, it's just what she was wearing before with her shirt taken off. Oh, no, wait, it's like a slightly different color. I, I don't think I would have noticed if I were like- HDTV will bite you in the ass <laughs> every time. I really think the reason I like wearing sleeveless t-shirts so much is because Buffy wore them all the time. And like, <laughs> she looked so good and like anything with no sleeves that's black, like, I mean, anything, but like, she looked okay. so good in that. And it's a grunge show. Um, what grade do we give this episode, Zachary? Oh, I'm gonna do like a solid A. I feel like that's fair. Oh, uh, Kim, what grade do you do, Professor Kimberly Ann? What grade do you give this? Episode? I got a lot of grading to do today. <laughs> uh, I haven't done it yet. I'm gonna also give it a solid A. Ooh, Ryan, I'm gonna give this a ninety percent, and I'm gonna say it specifically that way because it teeters on a B plus, but uh, it's an A. It's an A minus. <laughs> yeah, you sound like me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I give it an A. I feel like there should be like a ding, ding, ding family feud ring because we all gave it the same grade. Like that never happens. Well, technically Ryan's was an A minus. True, true. Technically. But we got A. I want it noted. At my university, they don't give pluses and minuses. So a 90 oh, really? would be an A here, actually. Oh. Um, I usually go with whatever the cruelest grading system is. <laughs> it makes me crazy. I get so mad. <laughs> um Zach, I'm so glad that you loved I'm glad that you were on for both these episodes because everyone, I'm trying to sell Zach hard on like the show does you better. I know, but it's this is like if Faith was here for the show. <laughs> this faith, this energy you're feeling about this Faith storyline, don't worry, uh, more stuff is coming. It is. It is dark. locks a woman in a closet with a bucket. I did it's forget true. about that. That is and that's in my hey. favorite season, but I do hate that storyline. <laughs> hey, we're all going to lock our woman in a closet with a bucket at some point, you know? <laughs> all I'm looking for is a man to lock me in a closet with a bucket. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will say I do hate that storyline. We're taking applications. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm just glad that like I could have 
Zach on for these. I was trying to get Dana on for this episode too, because it's like Dana has been feeling the same way Zach has. And I'm like, oh no, I want you to like this show. You'll like it. Um, <laughs> but okay. So uh, thank you all for joining me. If Thank you all for listening. If you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can follow us on social media at SlayerFestX98. You can support us on Patreon. Any and all support is much appreciated. The Patreon comes with joining our Discord server, access to all bonus episodes, and more. If you want to follow me on social, I am at Carlos. Kim, where can everyone find you? I'm on Twitter. Beware, I tweet about footballs on Sunday, at Kim and Joe South. Ryan? You can find me at Ryan Houlihan, and my other podcast is over at The Financial Diet. It's called Too Good to Be True, and we have our own little Scooby gang where we hunt down scammers and con artists and grifters and gurus and all these people. And Zachary? If you search Adventures of Zach and B, My Bloody Judy, or Coffee and Tequila, I will pop up somewhere. And I'll pop up too with My Bloody Judy. All right, well, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.